Yes, fun. pirates, fun, drinking, fucking whores. Um, uh, that's my off-duty. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. How old are you? Well, that's not respectable. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, and welcome to the newest episode of Super Fancom. Tonight, me and a host of others are going to be talking about next week's E3 conference, home of healthy and all-natural teas, hot or cold, bubble teas, tea lattes, tea slushies, tea smoothies, with such, such flavors as Dragon Well, Blackberry Oolong, Jasmine Silver Needle, and English Breakfast, go to their website uh, w- with the following link to get free shipping off any order over $60. Also, go to Humble Bundle, where you can get great deals on so many valuable uh, games using our link. It's a, over $100 worth of games for just $12 a month directly in your inbox. Also, also if you like online shopping, we are also an Amazon affiliate, where if you use our link, you get a 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime. And after the 30 days, it's $99, but after Amazon changes their settings, it'll be $19.99 a year. Uh, and also by JList.com, you can get all sorts of things from Japan, such as uh, candy, cosplays, and even adult 18-plus items and you get a $5, uh, 5% off off your entire order. Just look for the links below or anywhere we are found. I'm Retro Rick. I'm joined by JCD Ace. Yep. Deej. What's up, guys? And a very good buddy of mine, Mars. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. And if she's somewhere around, Ashley Miller is somewhere around. Hello. Hey, Ash. So, it's E3. Um, Jace, why don't you take it from here? Uh, with I'm actually sending you a link right now with uh, the security stuff. If you want to read that, because my voice is getting shot right now. And if you want to talk about what's the lineup and we'll just go by company by company and what to expect yep it is that most wonderful time of the year where all the gamers are clinging to their computers to twitch and the few other websites that stream the press conferences now because back in the day it used to be a much more uh major thing being on television and whatnot uh, with G4 G4. and TV the golden days but uh, now thanks to the internets uh, the companies are bringing it directly to you and uh, as a result we got Twitch and uh, other places streaming it and the festivities start on Saturday 
uh, June 9th with EA, uh, and the press conferences run straight through to uh, technically Tuesday, uh, but uh, the, the majority of them are Sunday and Monday, uh, with Nintendo doing their little thing on Tuesday morning, or afternoon, depending on your time zone. And uh, so today, we're going to be running down all the developers running their press conferences, uh, potential leaks that have come out, you know, whether or not we think it's valid, and uh, what we'd like to see or what we think we'll probably see during these press conferences. So we're kicking things off with EA, the two letters that most people absolutely can't stand uh you know one, one of the few companies that people think are uh cancer in the gaming industry uh their press conference is uh saturday june 9th uh 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern uh and uh they're the only one on saturday so if you miss it well can well crisis might come out can I take a moment to mention one of my favorite quotes ever that someone talked about EA was by the great and late Total Biscuit, where he was doing commentary on over one of their press conferences, which was the only reason I could watch an E3 press conference, and they were talking <laughs> about a fighting game, and the guy goes, we want to help you simulate what it feels like to get punched in the face, and then Total Biscuit goes, which is why you're watching the EA conference. <laughs> So, uh, uh, and that was the day he became. I became a subscriber to him. I'm gonna miss that man. <laughs> Wait, what about, what about freaking uh, battlefields and uh, and all the feet? So, so yeah, Battlefield Five was announced, and uh, you know all, all the uh, men's rights type people and and uh, uh, you know good guy fedora wearers, uh, neck beards. Going behind their keyboards because oh my god, it's a woman on the cover. Why are we complaining about realism in a video game? Especially well, considering that that's what these games strive for these days. It's not so really what, realism. Like women on the battlefield. No, like no women served in World War Two. You know, they were back at home making parachutes and stuff like that. Did, did they actually confirm that Battlefront Five though is World War Two? Oh, Battlefield 5. Yeah, Battlefield 5 is World War 2, yeah. I know. The cover did not look like it to me, but... It, but it's a, it's a video game. That's my... I mean, we have games where we literally use jetpacks with the soldiers. I don't see that happening. That's because they uh, don't yeah. want you to know. <laughs> well, someone... Someone did it. Get away from John Snow to be our fearless leader. Is it okay to say that I've been kind of disappointed with EA in the past few years? The only thing, and not really myself looking forward to, but my significant other have been looking forward to uh, the the Battlefront games, because he's a big Star Wars buff. The first game was good, but it should have had a proper story mode. The second game had a really good story mode, but it was so fucking short. And feel free to censor me if no, I curse too much. We curse all the time on this show. Don't worry about I, it. I like, I did enjoy the story, but my only complaint was I felt like our main character, I don't know, kind of changed a little too quickly in, in the game. Like, it, towards the beginning, like, she only had just started seeing 
some of the shit that the Empire was doing to people. That whole time this, he was this with them. is uh, this is my whole deal with it. Is because uh, we'll I am I I am on a on a on a level of Star Wars nerd that like I, I can't order fucking like a costume, but I fucking subscribe to Audible so I could get every single book as they come out, uh, and. So, I listened to the first Battlefront book that came out for Star Wars, uh, which was like Twilight Squadron or Twilight Company or something, mm-hmm. and I was fucking pissed the entire time I was listening to it, because I went, there's your single-player story mode! What the fuck? And so, oh. this time around, they did something different, and they decided to make the uh, the book uh, a tie-in uh what what the hell was the name of her uh, her her group within the uh, the empire? Inferno, Inferno squad. squad. Inferno Squad. Yeah, and so they do the Inferno Squad book, which sets up her character and her, her arc. Uh, you know, her, her relationship with her father, her loyalty to the empire, the formation of uh, Inferno Squad, and she starts getting these inklings of of mistrust in the empire in that book. Like she she meets. Uh, she she meets uh, oh god what the fuck is his name like the philosopher or something like that uh, he's he's a character that appeared in the Clone Wars uh, I think Ahsoka had a crush on him basically like it, and this is the problem with Star Wars as a whole now is if you don't follow the entire multimedia franchise as it is now comics books movies. You, you're going to wind up with a product akin to having as many holes as, like, Swiss cheese. You know? and, and so if you don't follow... I mean, it's it they it's ambitious, and I like what they're doing with it. I like how they cherry-pick the old EU and, and bring in certain elements into it, you know, because they're grabbing the good stuff, and they're leaving the shit behind, which, which I absolutely love. But at the same time, if people just keep on complaining and shitting on it, then, you know, and that's the problem is Battlefront, like the, the first Battlefront not having enough content and, and kind of just being shoehorned in there for the hype of Episode 7. And then this one, you know, like having its fucking pay to win loot box crap, shitting all over the fans and everything, like that one right there, like EA has well, the ruined. Solid, though. No, the, the gameplay was solid. They fixed a lot of issues in the first game. Like the first there game, were a they, lot of... well, well, they they had removed it early on. They removed those loot boxes and everything early on to the point where some people it was still kind of hard for certain people to reach certain characters or it took well. And that's what even started the rubber band trick for the controller. I can't even take their press conference seriously because they've said stupid shit in the past, like. Nobody wants to play as a pink Darth Vader. You know, oh, we did this because of canon to be as realistic to the game as possible. Oh, you know, but, but, oh, but come I on, don't you want a sense of pride and accomplishment? Yeah, well, accomplishment? What, what they really well, did change Battlefront 2 was is that they actually added a merit system to the multiplayer. Because before, in order for you to be Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader or to get into a TIE fighter, you have to go to a spawn point that would allow you to pick up a token to let you fly one of those. But now it's all based off of skill points. How many? Mm-hmm. So the person with the most skills and the highest objective scores usually get rewarded properly rather than some asshat who just, you know, runs full speed to the freaking, uh, you know, 
uh, yeah. to the token point to get the Indie X-Wing or to get to the TIE Fighter. Uh, they added American so, system too, which I respect. The game, so basically, I, the game was fun, I will admit. I did enjoy playing it for a little while. It's just, but I I understand where maybe coming from it did come off as like a pay-to-win kind of thing, it seems. Basically, basically, uh, and, and this is coming from all the major publishers, they've got this concept now of turning players into payers they want to turn them into you know whales you know just just like the mole market you know they want to reel in that big catch to get the person playing every day or playing every paying you know and and throwing money into it you know they they want to play these these mind games and so basically my prediction at least with with ea is that they're going to try and downplay that shit they're going to play the the, uh, the the role of BP in South Park in that one episode and go we're sorry we're so sorry we're sorry like with a big ass smile on their face meanwhile this is the same company that says single player games don't sell and they own fucking Bioware <laughs> so and, and the developer shit on them at the fucking Game Awards, so I can tell even one of their own fucking indie devs working for them even fucking shit on them. So I'm I'm predicting EA is going to give us a lot of bullshit. They're going to bring out some celebrity we don't give two shits about with their sports games. So oh hey look here's I know so Randy McSportsball and fighter i don't know like they're, they're gonna do yeah, that shit they're, they're doing a good job with their sports games don't knock them on that like when they made fifa 18 you know they actually incorporated the same frostbite engine that's used in battlefield and they actually added like real collision detection but it's 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 again you have to at least they're also they're also still playing the fucking loot box game with like the dream team mode and shit yeah i just play friendlies uh on fifa my buddy uh over in the uk was it last year that E3 had that random YouTuber who was trying to present, uh, like, a, I think it was a racing game, and he clearly didn't know what the hell he was doing or talking there's, about? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There's always I'm expecting that. I'm, my my prediction is we're going to get some random YouTuber that we don't know who he is. He's going to stutter a lot. <laughs> I th- I'm actually expecting EA to be, like, ignorant about the whole thing. They're going to pretend it didn't happen, and they're going to try and maybe hype us up about Battlefront 3, because they already want to try and do that. So, uh, so, so we're, we're going to move on from uh, EA, since I think we've shit on them enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's save some vitriol for the other developers here. Uh, so, so, so Sunday, June 10th, uh, the first press conference of the day hits at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, and that is Microsoft. And mm, I, I really, I got to laugh, because I think last year was the year of the PC, where they kind of shot themselves in the foot with the Xbox One and, and Scorpio and shit like that, and basically every single game that they showed off said, exclusively on Xbox One and Windows PC. And like, and that entire time they're doing that, I'm going. You realize that you have just pretty much sold like a billion fucking Alienwares and and other high end computers. You're not Scorpios or any of this crap because you're plugging it on the PC too. 
<laughs> so I'm I'm predicting that Microsoft is going to try to cover their tracks, try to you know, like sweep PC under the rug a little bit. Yeah, stop talking about that. Push for graphics and probably have some sort of super expensive car on the stage. I'm hoping that they actually bring up exclusives that look like that give me a reason to give a damn. Like I finally just bought an Xbox One today, uh, not today, but a while ago. But I was only because it was on sale for like forty percent off at Toys R Us, and I finally <laughs> want to, and I want to play Cuphead. That was the only reason I wanted an Xbox One. But I would, but no exclusives have really caught my interest yet. Well, there's two reasons to buy an Xbox One. Two reasons. Yes. Reason number one, if you have no other plans to actually, you know, invest in a gaming PC. <laughs> Second option, reason why you get an Xbox One is because you you would probably want to play Bethesda games and utilize all the mods. I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, for for someone who's a, a video game player and not a PC person, like for a console person, uh, as far as exclusives go, Gears of War. Is, is a franchise that I do enjoy on Xbox. Um, the only reason I bought a 360 initially was because they were actually getting the JRPG support early on uh, with Mistwalker and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, some Square Enix titles and Eternal Sonata. So, I mean, like, that was the only reason I really had <laughs> to have an Xbox 360. And so I have a feeling that Microsoft is, is going to, you know... Try to court people back into into their little Microsoft zone, considering that the only game that they really had that could wow people and it didn't wow people was was Rare's Pirates game, and that was see, it. Like, oh, that see, was, of, see of Thieves. Yeah, I, I yeah, that was really I, the I really only want, thing that I really they could. I really want that game. I need to play it. It looks so damn. I, I'll admit, like I, it does look interesting, but. I, I have I never like heard it. of that fucking game. Of Sea of Thieves? It's a rare game. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of have a little high hope for it. Little. They're, they're a far cry from uh, <laughs> what they used to be, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, hence, little. <laughs> um, but I, I can't believe I haven't played it yet because my Xbox One came with a free one-month Game Pass that... X that Microsoft's doing, you know, a thousand games or whatever for ten dollars a month. It's every Microsoft exclusive game, like every Microsoft developed game. Because every time I go on YouTube, they're plugging State of Decay two, and I'm just like, oh fuck, YouTube, stop! I don't own an Xbox One. I watch videos about Nintendo and retro games. Why do you keep trying? So, I have a feeling the Game Pass will be something that they harp on a bit more. They're going to try and talk about the value of, of said subscription service. Oh, absolutely. You know, Microsoft uh, is tur- slowly turning itself into Valve. They're, they, they, they wish, they're, they're trying to come Valve. Yeah, they're trying to, but let, let's face it, I think the PlayStation Store is turning into Steam 2.0, but we'll, we'll get to that when we talk. So oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a Sony user. I have I have comments about that. Uh, so we mentioned uh, Bethesda games, and at 6:30 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 9:30 p.m. Eastern, uh, uh, we got Bethesda. You know, this is I think the third year they've had a press conference. 
third or fourth. I heard that, that uh, Bethesda is actually dropping nukes to uh, hype Fallout 76. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're dropping literal nukes to hype Fallout 76. So, they of uh, I'm so, so fucking hard. <laughs> they, they've had some issues with some leaks, forcing them to, uh, you know, prematurely ejaculate. Uh, their big announcements are full. Uh, uh, namely, namely, Fallout 76, uh, which, of course, because of that leak, is creating a lot of controversy. We'll talk about that in a sec. And Rage 2, which, uh, thanks, Canada Walmart, you fucking... <laughs> no, there's a rumor of, uh, of another, a third Bethesda game, right? Well, I mean, they, they've, they've, they've got... You know, Bethesda Softworks and they've got id software. So I mean no, there's always gonna be making another game for the uh, Elder Scrolls and Fall Universe. Well I heard that they were gonna do a third uh, pillar of sorts in that genre. It's like we've we've done yeah, the uh, Cyberpunk. It's gonna be a cyberpunk yeah. uh, uh, RPG similar to uh, Elder Scrolls and uh, and Fallout. I'm actually that's their response to uh, kind of getting shit on a little bit by uh, The Witcher 3 and the fact that they're working on a cyberpunk game too. So I kind of feel like uh, what what is it, CD Projekt Red in Poland and Bethesda are kind of having like a dick-waving contest <laughs> going like, my RPG's better than yours and then, then Bioware's like, I remember us, and everybody just spits a Bioware and goes, you don't do anything good anymore, you're owned by EA! No, look, now, I'm shitting on any every other developer that's not Nintendo. It's actually what Bethesda is going to be bringing to the table. We're, we're, we're shitting on everybody. It's not to be Nintendo. We're shitting on everybody. <laughs> everyone get, everybody gets everybody one. You know, but, everybody gets one. Equal opportunity like, dumps. No, let's talk about it, though. Yeah. Bethesda, they pretty much, you know, kind of inspire, like, a whole fucking modding community. Like, granted, their games are kind of meh at first, but, you know, they allow, you know, people to tweak and, you know, add their own content to their games on, like, you know, and unfortunately, Sony doesn't allow all those mods to go on the platform, but... I think basically I feel the community like, uh, fix the games for them. Yeah, that's actually the thing, is that, like, uh, freaking Skyrim, seven-year-old game, you know, you'd think that after seven years and multiple remasters and ports, that they the problems that were the original release for their subsequent remasters and, and shit like that. The most recent one being, of course, the Switch port. It's like, yay, Elder Scrolls, I'm gonna run motion controls if you really want to do that, look like a douche. You know, and guess what? Every single fucking glitch that was in the game day one that they never patched still isn't fixed. Basically, and- they rely so heavily on the and then they try to monetize the community on top of it all. I, I mean, they've got to be like they—they they are up there in the echelon of lazy developers because it's just like, hey, uh, this features for ah, the feds. And you have the well, if you get it on PC, you have those problems. The thing is that if you get it on PC, you have a problem because yeah, the fans will fix it. They just push it off and work on the next thing. Uh, it's 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 kind of sad, but also kind of funny. Like, 
But it's also kind of cool, because you get the fans who are developing mods who will eventually, possibly, hopefully, go on to become, you know, game developers themselves, or even get hired by them. So, I mean, it's it's cool that there's a... Skyrim that turns it into freaking Legend of Zelda. I've seen, I've seen. There there are some cool freaking mods out there. New mod, uh, you get to fuck a dragon. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I see that happening at some point. Look, why? I, I, I understand the appeal oh, of Skyrim. Skyrim. Why not? <laughs> yeah, there's actually an animation for a Draeger gangbang. Sorry, Maya. <coughs> I uh, I have sinus drainage, so that's why I've not been talking much. No. I, I can understand if a video game has, like, constant remakes and redos, you would think that they should be able to fix some of the bullshit. Like, I'm sure there was bullshit that came out for, like, the PS3 and Xbox 360 with L.A. Noir <laughs> playing the new version. There isn't very many glitches, so they must have fixed whatever the fuck was going on. <clears throat> meanwhile, uh, meanwhile... Blood, uh, not Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls gets remastered, and a lot of the shit that was in the original release is still in the remaster, and the remaster just, you can see all the flaws. They did not really do much to the game except up-res it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, cash grab. But, uh, we, we can talk more about that, uh, come Sony, uh, well, the, Bloodborne. Well, then I'm, I'm rethinking the Bloodborne remaster for the Switch, then. So, uh, watch... Uh, watch Jim Sterling's review on it because he is I did. A, uh, he 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 loved it, but he, uh, the only real criticism I rec- I I noticed or that he talked about was like the fo- was one of the final boss battles to the point where apparently they had some unknown developer make it, and even the director was like, it was a learning experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like producing uh, <laughs> enemies and and just drop. But like, what what did he call it? Like uh, baby's first gay uh, level designer. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, well, he made a good point. It's, how old is Dark Souls? Like six, seven years old. And you're re- you're releasing a remaster. You're not going to bother trying to fix that boss fight. Yeah. So uh, we we can talk more about From Software uh, when we come to Sony. Um, here's a dark horse that was really entertaining last year. Uh, I fucking loved it. I'm staying up to watch them again. I took Monday off because the rest of the press conferences, which means I get to stay up and enjoy this one, too. Devolver Digital, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, uh, on Sunday, June 10th. Uh, they are an indie developer, or, or, or indie publishing company uh, that also publishes uh, independent film as well. And uh, their press presentation and, and post-show, like Nintendo Treehouse-style post-show that they did, was, was fucking in my opinion. Like, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It was, if, if you've never seen it, go out there, go on their uh, YouTube page, look up their press conference 17. Um, it is a beautiful adult swimish, like in the vein of too many cooks, parody of press conferences and it is just like we have developed a way that you can literally put your money inside the screen to give it to us like, <laughs> it's, it's just 
fucking hilarious. <laughs> Ghost Snow was equally like, and they only show three trailers in the course of the thing. Uh, like Serious Sam, Hotline Miami, like the the, the games that they're known for. Uh, and then afterwards, they they have like the the they had the first ever pre post pre show or something where the host just kind of seemed like he was like half drunk, half stoned out of his mind, like Eric Andre style in like this weird basement set. And various developers, one of my favorite games right now that I fucking love. I love it on Steam, and when it hits the Switch, I'm fucking getting it on Switch too. Duck Game. I saw them do Duck Game last year, and then when I saw it on sale on Steam in a midweek, Madness. I fucking bought four copies of that shit so I could play it with the guys on FBC. Damn. And it fuck. Well, yeah, it was sixteen bucks. You know, four copies. <laughs> you get Duck Game. You get Duck Game. You get Duck Game. It's a fucking fun game. You've never played the game before. Go online, search Duck Game, search it on YouTube, watch some people play it. It is fucking fun and hilarious. But uh, basically. Digital publishes Adult Swim games, uh, which of course they've been on a roll with Golf Story and, and Battle Chef Brigade, and and they've got they've got more coming too. Like it, it's it's bloody nuts. Uh, if you can stay up for the whole show and the post show afterwards, last year's one, which I can't find anywhere, their post show featured uh, former WWE wrestlers John Morrison and uh, Shad Gaspar showing up. John Morrison apparently is in a movie for them uh, where he plays a parody of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh, uh, In between showing these segments of gaming, and of course John Morrison and Chad Gaspar invading and Chad kicking out the host and all sorts of weird crap, they also had Kaiju Big Battle going on. As Dr. Cube would interrupt and they would show matches from Kaiju Big Battle. And I was up till four in the morning watching this shit. It was great. By all means, like, there's there's no predictions for this, like, because I mean, I'm just gushing about it. So, uh, they're, they're even saying people who watched it last year look for Easter eggs and continuations of the jokes made in the Devolver Digital Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I was like, oh god, this is great. So yeah, Devolver Digital, June 10th, 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Uh, I don't know if this one's Sunday or Monday. It's not listed on this website, but another indie publisher is is doing a press conference. This is their first ever press conference, and it's limited run games. Uh, these guys are cool. They look for the hot indie titles, and uh, you know they uh, make very limited print copies of them, so you can get a physical copy of an indie game that you really want to play. You know, also, if you just don't want to spend the fucking you know hard drive space on fucking indie games, it's cool to kind of have a physical copy. So, uh, yeah, they're doing a press conference. I forget if it's Sunday or Monday. You can look it up. But uh, Limited Run Games, they're doing something too. All right. Big day right here. All right. If you're not... And, and you can enjoy this, you know, even if you're still hungover and sleep between Devolver the night before. Monday, June 11th, the first one of the day. Squeeze Square Enix, 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Square Enix is having their own press conference slash showcase type thing. And they're going to uh, talk about Kingdom Hearts uh, 2 plus 1 minus 3. Yep. 
Yeah. And and a possible and I think we'll see more of Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> You know, the Final Fantasy Seven they've been tickling our balls with since the release of the PlayStation Three. You know, I, I feel like uh, I I don't know if I think they might show a little bit. They might show a trailer. I don't think they're gonna show gameplay unless it's a very very small like bit of gameplay because the know, game's going. Gameplay, all right. They're gonna show gameplay it's, because they're using the same engine as uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Same combat system. It, same everything. Here's here's the thing. It's undergoing a big problem right now with... Uh, it, it went through development hell. They were partnering originally with uh, CyberConnect. And I, I love these guys. They put out good shit. They, they do good... Fu- they've done, uh, like, the Naruto fighting games. They did Dot .hack. I fucking love Dot .hack. But apparently their work wasn't up to snuff with Final Fantasy VII. And Square Enix, like, fucking scrapped them entirely. Took it. They had to start built Final Fantasy from the ground up for Final Fantasy 7, even though they're using the same engine from Final Fantasy 15, and they are desperately looking for people to work for them to develop and work on this game. And I know Kingdom Hearts 3 took some of their staff away from it. That's more as a guy, but, uh, I mean, I, I do expect to see some from them on, on that front. Well, they waited too long for uh, to release uh, Kingdom Hearts three because everyone who was like hemorrhaging over the wait of you know them waiting for Kingdom Hearts three, no one really gives a fuck anymore. Yeah, I, I admit I was a huge Kingdom Hearts guy. Also, I like you know, after I, after a couple played, of years after your balls drop, you know you kind of get over Kingdom Hearts. Ah, <laughs> uh, funny. Ah. Uh, no, even not, like, I, I, have, I, have, I, have friends, I have friends who show me, like, the newest trailers where it's like, oh, look at this, look at this. It's like, I don't care anymore about Final Fantasy, or Kingdom Hearts 3. I just don't. I'll keep going I mean, hell, my girlfriend loves Kingdom Hearts, and even she's like, you know, I haven't even beaten Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. And I'm like, it's okay. You I don't think anybody does either. <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been number two twice. I can't I beat, beat one. one. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I can't beat one. The last boss is way too fucking hard for me. Oh, he, oh no. I, I oh, struggled. No. With it. I, I struggled. I still haven't beaten Chain of Memories only because that battle system I thought was, was crap. Nobody. I swear, the only people who have beaten that game cheated. Yes. Yeah, no, because every t- I'm on the final boss. I can't kill him because I run out of cards. Fuck your stupid I, system. I you fucking... Kingdom Hearts should have shown everybody what happens when Disney, you know, puts their little dick in everything. You know, they, they, <laughs> no, fucked, no. Up, you know, they fucked up the Final Fantasy universe of Kingdom Hearts. They oh, no, no, that was testing the Marvel. Testing the Marvel one. Wait, what did they do to the Marvel? joke about Kingdom Hearts 3. It's the uh, equivalent... They bought it. Yeah, it's the equivalent of <laughs> that fanfic writer who hasn't updated anything since 2008 with a little note saying, sorry, I've been busy with school. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts is the you know a product of a character design, like a, a artist who has been given control of making a game without knowing how to write a story or make a game. That is, that is Jake. I guarantee they got their. I guarantee they got the creator from DeviantArt. 
Yeah, Beyonce, there's no real excuse because Silent Hill 3 was, you know, it was pretty much handed over to freaking Akira Yamaoko, I believe, and that was the sound guy. And Silent Hill 3 was, like, arguably the time the best one out of the series. Hmm. Arguably. You have two types of people. One who thinks that Silent Hill 3 is the best one, and one I think Silent Hill 2 is the best one. I only played 2, but I haven't played 3 yet. I gotta I got play it one of these days. Never beat three. So, we... We mentioned Square Enix, we think immediately of Square and Enix, we think RPGs, we think, you know, I mean, there's there's going to be Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, you know, uh, on the Switch, uh, you know, maybe something new from Tokyo RPG Factory. We also tend to forget uh, they bought IDOS. So, what else is in their bag of tricks? Uh, Tomb Raider? Hitman? Personally, I would, oh, I would fucking shit a monkey. I would shit monkey <laughs> if they announced a new guest game. I think Square Enix needs to, you know, get their little fingers out of everyone's pocket because Hitman was great until they started working on Like I, I played it in the last one. I enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, Blood but... Money is arguably the best one because, you know, mm-hmm. you can't customize any of your weapons in the in the latest Hitman game, like, you know, the last one, they, like, last Hitman game, they gave you the freaking, they've released it episodically in seasons, which you don't do with Hitman. And on top of that, they had the audacity a year later to release a Game of the Year edition, and for all those people who, you know, paid 60 bucks up front for it, you have to still pay additional for the two extra missions and the two pieces of clothing, the two weapons that come with the Game of the Year, which I think is asinine. Damn. I would flip a shit if I know it would probably never happen. A sequel to Super Mario RPG Legend of Seven Stars. You know, I mean, that would be absolutely insane. I And here's the thing. Um, uh, the uh, newspaper, well, equivalent of Wall Street Journal in the U.S., the Nikkei, uh, reported that Square Enix has actually set aside a full, full freaking division to work exclusively on the Switch. <laughs> they have gone all in on the system. They have probably seen wow. some big money. They've seen some big money between Lost Sphere, uh, uh, I Am Setsuna, and even re-releasing, I think it was like, what, Romancing Saga 2 or something like that? Like, uh, uh, after putting out like three freaking RPGs on on the Switch, they're like money. Oh, <laughs> they need to make we. They need to make one for. The, they need to make a game of Bravely Default for the Switch if they do that. that that's uh, that's Octopath Traveler. Technically, is is it's the Bravely Default team's new game. That's what. So, o- Oct- what's it called? Octopath. I may have to check that out after this after this recording. Yeah, Damn. yeah they did a demo. They did a demo when they actually announced it last year. E three. They put the demo up live that day. Uh, you could play a little bit of two of the eight characters' paths, and they actually uh, then put out a uh, survey to anybody who played it, and they actively have gone through the answers on the survey and have tweaked the game according to those things. 
I have a feeling that that's going to be a great freaking one. I don't know if they're going to talk about it at their little showcase press conference, though, because there's still Nintendo on Tuesday. So let's let's move beyond Squeenix. And uh, mm-hmm. the next one on May, June 11th, we're going to you know hop halfway across the world from Japan to France oh, with Ubisoft. p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, Monday, June 11th, Ubisoft takes the stage, and I hope to God they don't have Asian Tyler. She has beaten the girl where that that girl would joke into the ground. It is deader than fucking... Hey, what are you talking about? uh, Ubisoft. Uh, Specifically the fact that their presenter for the past few years has been uh, comedian... uh, and, and voice actress Aisha Tyler, uh, who's, who beat this, and she beat this joke into the ground like the year after she initially made the joke. Hashtag girl would, you know. Okay. And, and so, yeah, well, no, I heard they, that uh, Splinter Cell's gonna be uh, a comeback. Yeah, it is. Making a new Splinter Cell. Uh, of course, they've already announced uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes, uh, yes, 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 uh, yes. I am so I am so uh, done with Assassin's Creed. I really am. I heard it was a spin off. Was fun. <laughs> Two was cool. <laughs> and then three wasn't uh, really a third one. I I enjoyed Black Flag. I will say that much. I, 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 I hated Black Flag so much. I like being a pirate. Yes, fun. pirates, fun, drinking, fucking whores. Um, uh, that's my off-duty. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Assassin's Creed... How old are you? Well, that's not, that's, not, that's not respectable. I'm probably old anymore. enough to be your sister. Sister? I don't have a sister. <laughs> well... Because I'm uh, a Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we got to the point, but okay. No, I like I like the Assassin's Creed stuff, and I haven't had a chance to play uh, Unity Up, which... Well, you didn't I miss much with Unity. Unity, they just kind of... They took Assassin's Creed, and they kind of took a shit on it and, and tried to resell it. Oh, that's not good. What's Which one was the one where you could play... A, uh, you could play in China, Assassin's China, the Chinese girl? Oh, that, oh, was, that was, that was like one a, of the side scroller like spinoffs. Yeah, it was some it was some poopy doopy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it had from the from the uh, Apple Store for like two bucks. No, there, I saw it as a PS3. You could uh, copy. You could buy it. I don't know. Yeah, they you probably saw did like three side money. Yeah, it was three different. It was Assassin's Creed game. You could choose one of three <laughs> different timelines. One of them only had my interest in the one where you could be this assassin chick in China. Yeah. Oh yes, I haven't had a chance to play that one yet, but it looked unique from the perspective. But I recognized at least only one or two of the assassins that were involved in that game because they had a lot of uh, uh, storyline stuff. Ooh, I can try. <laughs> Been there. I had so, food poisoning yesterday. Uh, another guarantee uh, from uh, Ubisoft is uh, getting some pop star nobody gives two shits about to perform on stage for their annual Just Dance release. 
And there's also I'm Far Cry. Uh, Far Cry 6. I'm calling it now. We're going to get some kind of new Rabbids game or Rabbids DLC for the Mario game. No, well, we're going to get Far Cry 6. They just did the full reveal of the first full piece of DLC for Rabbids, and that's the Donkey Kong expansion, uh, which uh, has a new Rabbid... Uh, Donkey Kong as playable, and then uh, Rabid Peach, and changes up the strategy a bit because Donkey Kong isn't like Mario, Luigi, and the rest of them. Um, and it's it's a fully themed part of the game based off of the uh, uh, DKC Returns series. Uh, so I don't think we're really going to hear much about that. Uh, I'm hoping for a new Rayman or something in the UB art engine because the UB art engine is just really awesome and they haven't done enough with it. Mm-hmm. Um, back to what you were saying, Mars, about uh, Far Cry 6. I completely forgot about this, actually. Guns uh, Cause uh, 4. There's a uh, rumor about Just Cause 4. Again, no thank to Walmart Canada. So uh, throw that one in the uh, Square Enix pile uh, from earlier. Um, but yeah, Splinter Cell, Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, The Crew, you know, basically the same open world engine that Ubisoft uses in all their games. You know, that, that's in Just Dance. That's really what we can expect. Yeah, and hopefully no cringy... No. I swear to God, if they have back into action, I swear to fucking God, if Post Malone sings for the Ubisoft thing, I'm going to fuck off. <laughs> I don't even. Just hit. I don't even play fucking Just Dance, but I mean, half of these guys look like fucking Rainbow Bright bitches. It's sad. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're they're fucking so I pop just... music. Is... So I, just, I, I just put in Splinter Cell uh, E3 2018, and they're giving me like stuff about Metal, uh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> well, well there's a, wasn't it supposedly uh, Sam Fisher actually makes or says like some kind of tribute to uh, to Snake? I have no idea. Supposedly, that's what I heard about. There's like there's a thing where yeah, I Sam heard Fisher that actually. Too. I, I think it's them making fun of Konami, because Konami is another big punching oh, bag. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that Konami even tried to come back into the gaming world just absolutely made me laugh my ass off, well, especially with Joker Survive. <sighs> if they want to make Nicey Nights, they can make a, a true HD remake of Silent Hill 1. That would be a great start for them, rather than that piece of shit they put on the Wii called Shattered Memories, which had nothing to do with Silent Hill 1 at all. Oh man! That was, they, that was, that was what's it? Really didn't didn't uh, Del Toro say that the new Silent Hills game is basically complete? Not really. Yeah, um, I was. I, 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 it. Yes. They have to credit. Uh, they'd have to credit Del Toro and Kojima, and you know it'll be a cold day the rumor is that Death Stranding is Silent Hills. That's the rumor that I'm hearing that. While they are working on quote-unquote Silent Hill, they are really working on... Um, I hope really we I hope we know more about the story, because I have... I've watched that trailer twice, the last one they had released, and I still don't know what the hell's going on. Like, people holding these babies and they're trying to protect them. Well, yeah, I mean... Like, 
Kojima, he's always like shrouded in mystery. Three back when it was still Metal Gear Solid, he would like give you only a tidbit. He would just show you enough so you can see what it's about, but not actually know what it's about. When Metal Gear Solid Three came out, none of us fucking knew what the story was going to be. Boss. That that brings us into uh, the last one of Monday, and that is uh, Sony, uh, June eleventh, six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Uh, Death Stranding, Sony exclusive, and uh, we'll probably get some gameplay this time. I, I hope. Now that uh, now that I believe they're done with motion capture, because uh, I know Norm Reedus's uh, Rhode Island Comic Con appearance last year uh, to do mocap uh, for Death Stranding, so. I have a feeling we're finally going to get to see gameplay. I have a feeling we will know more about the online and community aspect that Kojima's teasing about it. Um, supposedly, what happens in the world is permanently affected, and there's some sort of like time travel type mechanic where Norman Reedus can't die. He just comes back to life somehow, and but shit's still the same. Like it's 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 really bizarre. Uh, but I'm it looking forward like to Peter Molyneux's, uh, book. Uh, were... I'm, I'm... Go ahead. I was going to say, there are two games, uh, if this is true, it was like a rumor I heard that got me excited. One is Bloodborne 2, because I really like the first one. And then another one was Resident Evil 2, like they're remaking it, which I'm very interested to see. But in quotations next to it, it said PSVR mode. And there are a couple other games that said they're going to have this, which makes, which is making me think, oh, please tell me it's not going to be a stupid PlayStation VR exclusive only game. So, uh, uh, I've already seen some Resident Evil Two clips, like some already leaked online. uh, Well, yeah, their press lineup has supposedly been leaked. We'll see how you know uh, how close. This is to uh, to what they were uh, talking about. Uh, first off is Ghost of Tsushima gameplay, uh, followed by Shadows Die Twice, which is supposed to be the sequel to Bloodborne. Again, mm-hmm. we'll see if that name holds true or if you know we're going to see anything from it. Uh, Sengu, most likely. Uh, Devil May Cry Five. So, oh, so I, I don't know the oh. likelihood about it, but apparently they uh, apparently they uh, registered the domain for Devil May Cry 5, and that's what has people thinking there might be a reveal. Well, Valve's been uh, registering, you know, Half-Life 3 for the last 10 years, and nothing really came out. Uh, then there's uh, Shenmue 3. Yes. We're going to get a trailer. I am excited. We're going to get another trailer, probably. Um, it'd be interesting to see some gameplay. But uh, you know, and the, of course, there's talk. There's talk of uh, remakes of Shenmue One and Two as well mm-hmm. in there. So that's our, uh, that's on already, the topic. Of- well, the release of Shenmue One and Two, it's already been official. Uh, if my information is correct, Shenmue One and Two is going to be coming out uh, on New Year's Eve this year. Wonderful. Cool. Are you going to pre-order? So uh, yeah, and on the sub- uh, subject of trilogies. Or, uh, in this case, Bizarre Pseudo Trilogy, whatever the fuck. Kingdom Hearts 3 will get another trailer, and yeah. finally an actual release date. Um, in quotes. Yeah. 
It'll be sometime what? soon next year. That's what's going to say. They, they confirmed. They confirmed hard twenty eighteen. Confirmed hard twenty eighteen for it. So uh, and uh, again, going back to Square Enix, uh, another rumor for Sony's press conference will be a trailer for Final Fantasy VII remake uh, with an announced Yay. episode this year that will be packed in with Kingdom Hearts three. Now again, rumor. Whatever. Uh, then of course, Black Ops Four trailer. Now we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get your typical haha. Now more of what we saw the previous days. Um, here, here's big Pardon Red me. Dead Redemption trailer and exclusive DLC deal announcement mm-hmm. is one of the rumors right now. Um, <laughs> then we're gonna get this. This is predictable. A showcase of PSVR stuff. Because again, they're going to try and push their, you know, bizarre second tent pole that never seems to work out for them, just like they did with the Vita and the PSP uh, and the Move. Uh, then something concrete, genie, uh, followed by uh, Medieval, uh, which supposedly will have an October release date. Gameplay from oh, Death Stranding. Oh, so they're uh, remaking it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was announced a while back. In fact, I think they announced that last year, but I'm not sure. Can't remember. Um, we're gonna get another trailer for Spider-Man. Um, I, I cannot wait for that. Uh, trailer for something called Dreams. Uh, trailer for Days Gone. Um, a new Blue Point remaster, and then uh, they're gonna close it off with Last of Us Two. This sounds highly probable. Um, although the one issue I have is, of course, when developers have their own press conference and their shit gets rehashed at another press conference, <laughs> uh, it leaves you kind of rolling your eyes and going, yeah, we saw this already. Fuck, shut up. Or it's like, what was the point? Uh, um, but Sony has the biggest show floor this year, um, according to the E3 map, so, uh, there, uh, there's definitely going to be a sizzle reel throw in, thrown in there of third-party games, too. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, to say the least. Um, this this brings us to the final day of press conferences and uh, presentations. And that is, uh, of course, Tuesday, uh, June 12th, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and that is Nintendo's whatever the fuck they're calling it these days. Not Nintendo Direct. They have some sort of special name for it at E3. Um, well, they've been highly entertaining in the past. I, I loved the fact that they worked with uh, with uh, Robot Chicken and the Muppet Studios. For oh, two I, love the, I love the Muppet that, ones. That was great. That was great, yeah. It's oh, just like out of water. Well, I mean, I doubt that they'll bring this up because... Uh, Lately, even though uh, it's part of the appeal of E3, you know, the cringe factor of uh, quotes going, yeah, we're gamers too, huh? Let's try this game out. Awesome. All you need is Reggie. All you need is Reggie. Uh, you know, I mean, like, there's there's Reggie, although I am interested, um, side note, Nintendo has this big shakeup. Uh, of course, we knew Kimishima was an interim uh, president. He wasn't going to last. The new president of Nintendo is uh, a former head at Game Freak, 
and a former developer as well. So we might have an Iwata 2.0 type situation uh, going on. Um, now, whether this guy will make an appearance or, you know, if they're going to hold out till next year or whatever, or another direct to, you know, get the ball with their new figurehead aside from Reggie. I mean, all you really need right now is Reggie and maybe Bill, you know, for the presentation. Um, Nintendo's another one who's a victim of leaks, uh, supposed leaks. Um, and these are some big freaking names. If Nintendo got these names, like these games, this is the shit that people have been begging for, and, and the shit that's relevant these days, uh, that, that will, and that, that will freaking knock most people's socks off. Um, and some of these have been somewhat confirmed. Um, so, uh, ignoring Nintendo for a moment, looking at the third parties, because this is what will make a break from third parties. Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. I knew it was going to come to the Switch. I just knew it. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we got uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Yeah. Uh, you're okay. going to get. You're going to get Fortnite to. That's a big one right there. Fortnite hitting the Switch. The look screams Switch aesthetic. Uh, and and it's like the most popular game on YouTube, practically on the planet right now. Yep, hashtag, uh, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag Fortnite. Hashtag Fortnite. Gotta get those views. Hashtag Fortnite. Hashtag <laughs> PUBG. Hashtag they still from PUBG. A pa- question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Hashtag zero fucks given. Yeah, that that is a situation where even if they won that lawsuit, they will lose. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Fortnite, most popular game. This one has been probably confirmed just due to the fact that uh, a rating uh, has popped up on the Korean board for Fortnite on Switch. So yeah. Uh, of course, FIFA. You know we're we're gonna get you know oh hey a popular game FIFA. You know because EA didn't talk about it enough, so let's throw it into the Nintendo. It's the same game, just tweaked a little bit. Um, I don't know much about this one. It's an indie game. Apparently, it's really popular. Uh, Killer Queen Black is is uh, another one rumored uh, based Why on the uh, I've never even heard of that one. Killer Queen Black? Killer I'll have Queen. to look it up after. Kind of curious. Killer, yeah, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm gonna, no it's another game I'm going to look up after this. Uh, another one uh, that I don't know anything about that I'm kind of int- I, I want to look up. Uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas uh, is another uh, um This one is going to be a big, big one for Nintendo because... Of course, it looks like this at this point, Active Blizzard is is not going to uh, release Overwatch on the Switch. Um, you know, <coughs> sad right here because I mean I've been wanting to play it and don't own a PS4 as much as online games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're getting the next best thing, and it's free to play. We're getting Paladins Champions of the Realm. Apparently, according to this le- leak. No, and this isn't even based off of the press conference being leaked. This is based off of a supposed leak about what is going to be on their show floor. Like, how many of each they're going to have on displays. Um, 
and uh, Overcooked 2. Um, and then supposedly uh, there are four more uh, games. Uh, so three are unannounced uh, Switch ports and two are unannounced com- completely. Um, th- that's Dark Horses in and of themselves right there. Um, what I'd like to see out of this, I would fucking kill for my Switch. If they need like I fucking own it on Steam, I fucking own it on PS3, I bought multiple copies because it's me and my brother Marissa all playing together. And I will another 120 bucks for fucking Borderlands games if they release Handsome Jack Collection or remastered, well, maybe not a Borderlands one. We've already beaten it everything we did out of that game. But if they release Handsome Jack Collection on the Switch, Boom! Guaranteed money from me on there. Oh, um, abso- agreed, absolutely. I love Borderlands. Uh, but, yeah, so Nintendo's in on the, the third-party game, apparently. Hardcore on this. Uh, I'm what, really what surprised. You- I'm surprised what? how, like, free, how friendly they are with indie developers, but I question how certain games are getting on the eShop. Because I like to check on it once in a while, and I find some things that are just very questionable. <clears throat> yeah. I and mean, then there's some, and and then there's some games I'm surprised even got on the eShop, those rated M games. Uh, I can't remember the name of the title, but it's a game where you have a gun. It's like a magic gun you shoot girls to <coughs> get them horny or do their cuffs off. Oh my god, yeah, the game was pretty bad. I want to stream it so bad because it's just... (laughs) (laughs) My take on Nintendo, I want to get a Switch. Uh, The new Smash Brothers game is the reason why I want to get a Switch. Because I liked what the Wii U had to offer. I mean, the the clunky controller was obviously not my bag. But if, if they are able to provide multiple games that I could purchase that won't be a waste of money... Which, unfortunately, I'm going to have to pony up money for Bayonetta 3 and, you know, get the 1 and 2. That's redone. But, for the most part, if there's other games, I'll buy a fucking Switch in a heartbeat. Oh, as a Switch owner, I can promise you it's worth the investment. I love my game thing. I bring it it everywhere. Day one purchase for me. I got a pro controller. I fucking love that damn thing. Um, Smash Brothers, that was a big out-of-left-field announcement to re- to actually announce a brand new Smash Brothers game this soon into the into the system's life cycle. Blows my mind. Lots of rumors flying around about characters that could be in the game. Um, there's a rumor flying around that Konami's going to try and make a few bucks off of it, throw in uh, Solid Snake, uh, put him back in the game. Uh, a lot of people are asking, well, who's going to return from the third party, you know, will Pac-Man return? Will Bayonetta return? I have a feeling Bayonetta will because I believe uh, it, uh, Hideki Kamiya, I, I think, is the guy behind Platinum Games. Uh, I believe he confirmed that Bayonetta is now exclusively a, a Nintendo franchise uh, via second party agreement. So I have a feeling that that will happen. Uh, I don't. I don't know if Nintendo's going to go as heavy-fisted on the Fire Emblem characters as they did on the last one, because that was a big cash-in uh, for them, because Fire Emblem just exploded in popularity out of nowhere. Um, 
So uh, there's uh, Ice Climbers rumored to make a return, which which people are like, yay, Ice Climbers. I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, but yeah, lo- lots of lots of rumors flying around about it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess that people are going to play on a limited beta version of the new Smash Brothers game live on stage when they do the Smash Brothers tournament. <laughs> that the Smash Brothers tournament will feature characters that were in uh, the last uh, Smash game on Wii U. Uh, they might announce characters uh, during the presentation. This oh, game might are, not be that coming. That was up. fun seeing those character approaching trailers. Like with my favorite one was oh, when yeah. they revealed Mega Man. <laughs> that was beautiful. Sweat one was great that they just did. Like I fucking lost it because I'm going like, what? What the hell's up? That's like the original Inkling Girl and Boy. Like what's going on with this? Like and then like Inkling Girl turns around and like you see a burning flame reflected in her eye. And it's the Smash logo. And, uh, like you see the pantheon sitting there, and of course it's Mario and Link right there, dead center, and you can see the outline of Cappy's eyes and the fact that it's clearly Breath of the Wild Link. And I'm going, holy shit, this is a new Smash Brothers, and people are going, oh, they're Smash Four, and I'm going, no, they're not. That's Breath of the Wild Link. That is clearly in Smash. That's how they're making it stand apart. Like, so there's going to be a lot of hype for it. I have a feeling they're going to give it a December release date, and that they're probably going to do a video a month revealing more guest characters. There will definitely be a season pass DLC like they did with the last game, um, which will bring in even more third parties. Uh, I would love to see Simon Fucking Belmont or Trevor. I was I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that if Konami really wanted to try and like make me actually like like him a l- slightly more put simon belmont in the next uh smash brothers i and make just sure it's the that version character. that looks like the super <laughs> castlevania 4 a version that looks like the super castlevania 4 not the one that looks like the heroin addict from the second game jesus christ uh, uh, or not the- i was thinking more of the character from yeah. captain yeah. n yeah. oh no i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> With Light Yagami's head onto Simon Belmont's body. <laughs> no. uh, but uh, I, I have a feeling that they're going to block on that one because Nintendo's being so big on the indie guys. Uh, and of course, there's a, there's a Shovel Knight amiibo already. I have a feeling that Shovel Knight will be in the game. Uh, and and because they're going heavy fisted on the indie guys, Konami's going to get cock blocked. I think they're expecting this. That's why they're, the rumors are going around about Solid Snake. I have a feeling that Miriam from Bloodstained might be a guest character in the game. That'd be amazing. That's just me freaking, like, you know, dream, like in a fever dream. Yeah, because Bloodstained is... Mm, that demo, oh, God. That, that, that demo alone. That demo was amazing. I played it near Comic-Con. It was great. Oh god! Like I didn't get a chance to play the the demo at uh, at Pax East. Uh, of course, I got Curse of the Moon. So nice! I double dipped. I got it twice. because <laughs> I backed it on. You know, and then I I was like, fuck it! I want this shit on my Switch, not just on Steam. So I mean, like I I fucking got to the moon twice. 
the beta is is coming out for backers during uh, E3. I kind of want to stream it, although I don't, I don't even think my computer can handle the game. But uh, you know, I, I have a feeling that we're going to get a lot of guest characters, either as uh, supports or uh, actually characters in the game. Um, Smash Bros. is going to be a big one. Uh, of course, they're probably going to talk about the new Yoshi game too, which I think is supposed to come out this year. New Fire Emblem game, probably talk about that one too. Uh, um, oh, the, I don't know if this is true. One rumor I heard it was uh, they're going to try and make a racing game, but with Star Fox. I heard about that, and I, I honestly, it's a disappointment to me because you have a super futuristic anti-grav racing franchise, F Zero. Which they need to bring so, back. Why are you gonna fucking do it with Star Fox? Especially after you painted the Star Fox oh game on our planet with that seeming pile of fucking trash, Star Fox Zero. Who, who, and thought, that was, who thought that was fun? I just watched someone play it and I was like getting sick watching it and like I was like struggling just wa- watching that. I was like I felt like I was getting struggled and I wasn't even playing the game. They're like, you want to try? I was like, no. It, it, it's just so, so bad. I'm so glad that Shigeru Miyamoto, I fucking love the guy. You know, the guy created so many of my damn childhood memories. Uh, but for the love of God, I'm so glad that he is now sitting back in a mental and no longer directly dipping his fingers into these games because I'm pretty sure that he was the one going... Oh, this will be fun, you know. Like, ooh, look at me, I'm flying. Like, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm I, making Shigeru sound George Takei, but I I admire Nintendo for trying out different things, trying to be innovative, but at the same time, they they just need to know when to stop. You fly too close to the and you burn your wings off, you know, like and. That's, that's lesson learned with the Wii U, and it's the lesson learned every time Dofal, like they did with the 3DS uh, at launch with the high price tag, or the virtual if, boy, or if the they had not, of. If they had not done the Ambassador program, what they did when with the early release of the Nintendo 3DS, I would have been so pissed, and so many of others would have like just shat Nintendo. Yeah, and the thing is, is those Game Boy Advance games never came out on the eShop, and the reason for that is, is supposedly they could not emulate the Game Boy Advance in the form of an actual uh, virtual console style thing. Um, they, so those Game Boy Advance games are actually running as <laughs> you can't hit the home button and go back out of your Game Boy Advance game. You can't save state. They are fucking full blown. <laughs> playing huh. on the 3DS. So, yeah, that's that's a fun little interesting thing. Virtual Console, everybody's begging for it. Um, I don't know. Uh, their online service, one bucks annually, uh, ability to play NES games uh, online with people, kind of cool. I, I, I like that this whole being able to play a game online with people, because friends mm-hmm. and dates and shit that I want to play with. And, uh, you know, I can't just pop off a Joy-Con and go, like, Hey, let's play some Mario! Like, no, <laughs> what am I going to do? Throw a Joy-Con halfway across the game? You know, 
So I'm I'm kind of glad that they're doing you know some online play stuff uh, with with these retro games. Everybody's upset that there's no proper virtual console. My my take on it uh, now that it's been going a little bit more in E3s around the corner. Nintendo is not going to push the retro games as hard on on the Switch because they've had such successful games. And yes, there's some shovelware in there, but it's not nearly the amount of shovelware that was on the Wii U, 3DS, and DSi, and Wii. Now, if anything, if you want something that's shovelware, go on the PlayStation Network store. I swear, and, and they're, trying to be, they're trying to be Steam Greenlight. I swear to God. Yeah. Uh, well, game, like something a black tiger or something and on, uh, on on uh, and it's on PlayStation's official fucking YouTube channel. They fucking are pushing this game supposedly. And it's not all. Again, I I Jim Sterling, fucking hilarious, and uh, he he just shit all over Sony's shop. And then of course he he he'll take a dump on Nintendo too, as he says he's the world's only living Nintendo fan. And therefore, I criticize him because I love you. <laughs> and and he brings up valid points every time. And Nintendo's big push for the indies has has shown me that they are looking to move on and grow away from selling the same old retro games over and over because they know pe- people are talking about it. They they know that like oh you spent five dollars on an NES game on the. Uh, uh, on the Wii, and then you moved your data over to your Wii U, but it's got new features like playing on the gamepad, so you can buy it for a dollar because you already paid five for it. How's that for a good deal? You know, like, they they know that they could suck people into doing that and, you know, like bringing their purchases over to another system, but they're not going to because they're fucking printing money mini consoles. So, I was going to say, aren't they doing that already? Like, I would actually be a little surprised if they actually start talking about the N64 Mini. I'm expecting an announcement for that probably either during E3 or, you know, <laughs> in your next direct. You know, it's it's going to be a fall slash holiday release item. Although they've already said that we're going to restock it and continue to support the NES. And I think the reason why it's not a limited edition item anymore is because that's how they're going to do their old school games. They, I was actually shocked that they decided to bring back the NES Classic. Like they, I, Red wanted, I wanted an NES Classic. I was pissed when they were sold out of them and whenever people were putting them on eBay, they were fucking hacking the shit out. I don't want the hack product. I want the real deal. I had to get uh, mine from us. I I actually got mine from a comic book store. Some guy was selling it for thirty bucks. He didn't want it anymore. I was like, oh, sure. Wow. Oh, I know that was that uh, was the that was lucky. That was extremely lucky of me. So the the big thing, of course, for me that pisses me off, an Nintendo fan slash collector, Amiibo. I want to reprint Nintendo. I want reprints of those fucking Zelda series ones because I didn't get the fucking uh, Skyward Sword or you know fucking Twilight Princess 
or Ocarina or Windway. Like I didn't get any of those. Wait, you never I fucking you want them. Intended. You you didn't get the Wind Waker Link. I got the Smash Edition. I don't have the Zelda Edition one. The, the two pack uh, that came with Link and Zelda. That's what I have. Um, I still don't have. I never got the. I, was there a pixelated Link like the original one? Like they did. Yes, I have it. Did, I want. I have it. it. I have eight bit Mario, but I need eight bit Link. I have an 8-bit and 8-bit And I am never getting rid of the motherfuckers. And I, I bought Waluigi for 6 bucks a couple days ago. <laughs> oh my god. This is where, like, I had I couldn't really defend Nintendo when they were purposely doing that short, like, shipping shit with the Amiibos and the NES, especially with the NES Classics. They, they, they created demand, but they also created a scalper culture the same way that's what's been happening with major collecting with toys like the Power Rangers franchise, which of course Bondi has done a real shitty job in the past few years and now Hasbro owns them, so but enough about that. Uh, I'm expecting Amiibo announcements. I'm expecting uh, Metroid Prime 4 gameplay or trailer, not just the logo. Uh, and, and I'm expecting some sort of bizarre out of left field Nintendo announcement. Um, I'm not expecting anything from Monolith Soft yet. Uh, although they have expressed interest in making a uh, M-rated RPG for the Switch. Uh, by all means, I'm like I love their games. I love Monolith Soft's work. So yeah, I will fucking pre-order that shit too. <laughs> oh, the game. Oh, oh, I just remembered the thing I'm expecting to hear a lot about is No More Heroes. I'm expecting yep. to hear something from uh, it. He had that on display, playable, at uh, PAX East. I, I didn't get that early enough to uh, sign up for it. Uh, he, Suda51 has gone on record saying that if Travis Strikes Again does well, No More Heroes 3 will be a thing. So. It, looks like a, it looks like a fun like Diablo-esque game. I really want to play it. Oh. Uh, Deej, oh, uh, Deej, it's actually funny you just said that. That's a Diablo-esque? Yeah, because uh, PC Gamer on Twitter, PC Gamer's actual Twitter, Blizzard job listings confirm that a new unannounced Diablo project is in the works. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly... I, I would... <laughs> It's 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 the fucking thing. Like it's the bandwagon. These games have been selling. These third party games have been selling well on the Switch. I would die for a fucking Diablo on the Switch because again, everybody's got it in their hands. Four player couch yeah. co op on all, spot. And, and, like, and, all, mm-hmm. and all the comments are saying Diablo themed MMORPG, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I'm sorry. MMORPGs have died a slow, painful. Bit by bit, they're closing down. Uh, You know, World of Warcraft's losing subscribers left and right. Uh, You know, all these other big online things like Club Penguin have closed. uh, Friends of mine who used to be diehard fans of World of Warcraft, like you could not pry them off the computer if you try hard. Don't even touch it anymore. They even mention it. Yeah. And I I also feel that uh, League of Legends and Dota kind of uh, have, have taken a big chunk. Got oh, of that. Oh yeah. Hey, also don't forget uh, to 
<laughs> yeah, it's the newest. Think. It's the newest trend. Yep. Yeah, that's all they're doing now. I mean, like, look how it worked well for Bosky. I'm assuming I mean, you guys uh, know who I'm talking about, or no? It sounds familiar. It was it. Boss Key was a studio created by Bliff, Cliff Blinsky. He tried to make a he tried to make a Lawbreakers, which failed miserably because it lost to Overwatch. And then they tried to quickly make a battle royale game called Radical Heights, which was, oh, a, God, was yeah yeah that thank yeah. And obviously, it failed miserably also, and Cliff had to shut down the company. Yeah, no, that was hilarious. Uh, oh my god Radical Heights that reminded me of that game that came out on, on like Xbox One where like I, I think it was done by uh, oh fuck I can't remember the name of the developer but uh, I, I think it might have been the guys that did Ratchet and Clank actually wound up making that uh, Whoa. <laughs> yeah the, the, the only crazy good thing the only good thing that stayed company to me for me Radical Heights was introduced me to Crazy Licks Okay, so uh, I, I just looked up Starlink Battle for Atlas because I was trying to remember what that was. This was really uh, reviewed uh, or, or previewed at E3 last year. It's actually, and I can't believe they're trying to do this after everything else has kind of fizzled out. It's a Toys to Life game from Ubisoft where you build spaceships. When Toys, wait, like, like a... The Skylanders thing where you take the toy and put on the little portal? It's, it's geared by it's geared for adults and it's this attachment uh into your controller's USB port, I believe, or something like that. Um and and you actually can interchange the parts on this freaking toys to life thing and it registers in the game. Wow. I'd yeah. like to see a demo of it, but that looks like it sounds like it's going to be very expensive to do. It's going to be demoed at E3. I don't think it's going to do well because it's Toys to Life, and Toys to Life is dead. Skyland is holding out, but Disney Infinity is gone, and Lego Dimensions is leaving soon. Skylanders is dead, too. They, the next Spyro game is going to be Spyro Trilogy Remastered. Uh, Skylanders is dead. Uh, Dimensions died, unfortunately. Uh, Which... I, I I did enjoy. I I will be honest. I, I did like enjoy it a lot to a degree, but I can understand why it's dead now. Yes, because the fact that they released like sixty dollar expansions that were just five levels or six levels of replaying a movie, uh, you know, and then like the last the last part last wave was just shovelware Cartoon Network garbage. Oh. Uh, uh. Oh, girls and Teen Titans Go. I just so. never get in attention. It is damn because it looked capital, but I didn't want so much fucking money for all those different add-ons. Well, let's you know, be fair. It is Lego. They're, those damn things are always expensive. Those, those minifigures and, and some of the parts that are included in these are one-of-a-kind type things that you will not be able to find again. So they're going to shoot up in value, because people pay ridiculous money for minifigures as it is. That's the whole reason I started getting into it, was Lego and the bizarre crossover type shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, by, by all means, like, Lego Dimensions, have, the reason for that outrageous price wasn't just that you were paying big bucks for, for Legos. 
you were also freaking bankling the fuck ton of music and celebrities that they had to license and pay, either for their likeness, audio from a movie, or actually record new lines. And there were a lot of people who recorded new lines for the game, including, uh, you know, Christopher Lloyd and uh, Michael J. Fox. And Peter um, Yeah, a whole Doctor Who level in the main game. That was amazing. On the main game, actual Doctor Who level that you unlock with the yeah, Doctor that was one of the first expansions I bought. I mean, like there, there was so much care and love thrown into every little element of it, and it just—I mean, well, that and the economy tanking didn't help much either. But uh, by by all means, like, and the, the thing is, if Disney Infinity hadn't tanked after Lego Dimensions kind of proved that crossing over your franchises was a good thing with a story mode, mm-hmm. Disney Infinity 4.0 was supposed to have that type of thing thrown in there. There was I a rumor had, about it. I had heard a rumor. Supposedly the reason we never really got any crossover stories was certain licenses or certain people were kind of against the idea, but Disney tried to justify it saying, oh, these aren't the real characters, they're just toys of the characters. That's why they can play in this toy. It was some stupid thing I I remember reading, and the guy had to defend it saying, well, these aren't the actual characters, these are toy versions. It's matters. You know, they're toys. We're trophies, you know, (laughs) like... It's perfectly good logic. You're buying fucking toys, and you're putting them on the thing, and then you play with them, and you know, it makes sense. Makes sense. But, uh... Yeah, Toy Select game. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, Nintendo's the last one, and uh, I mean, we we know some stuff. The rumors, though, are really the big ones for them. I mean, uh, if if this turns out to be true, at least with like the Fortnite and Monster Hunter and and uh, you know Fortnite, those, those games. Fortnite. Uh, so check it out. Hashtag Battle. Hell, hashtag Fortnite. Who no, fucking I, if, cares about this Fortnite? What is this Fortnite? This is bullshit. It's it's Battle Royale, but essentially on planet Venus, I think. And like <laughs> you, well, I just watched the game theory videos I, about it. Like, there's I secret lore behind the game. I played a couple times. It's you. Ju- you just con- you fly. You literally go on a flying magic school bus. Drops you off on an island, and it's basically like Battle Royale that movie. And you fight till you're like the last person there. Ah. Uh. And the and the yeah. and their gimmick whole thing is uh, that makes it different from PUBG is you can literally build like endless forts, barricades, or ladders that will endlessly take up to the sky, so you can like fight people and get more craft. It, they try to incorporate Minecraft into it. Yeah. So, uh, do you remember when the kids tried building a stairway to heaven? 9-11, oh, 9-11. Oh, dear God. But, uh, <laughs> thank you, South Park. Thank you. Uh, you know, that that is... Free still has some surprises up its safe. Uh, that we're just going to have to wait till this weekend into Tuesday uh, to really get the full uh, picture of it. I'm fucking excited. Like, I wasn't really hyped last year aside from Nintendo because the Switch was only, like, three months old at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Um, but this time around, I have, like, some of these rumors are so bombastic that had me going, like, wow! Like, I mean, hell, no, even I, just the rumor of Devil May Cry 5, the fact that I do original Dante and not reboot Dante, like... Weeb Dante. What was, what was with that scene? <clears throat> hell, if I know. That might have been I, I Team Ninja. Most of it from my memory. I think that was Team Ninja's way of telling the old, the OG fans that were like wanting the old school Devil May Cry to eat a dick. <laughs> I love how out of nowhere, just some like broken lumber and then a random white wig. <laughs> it's like I'm like, what the fuck? I thought like the the whole thing with that uh, with with. Uh, I've wiped most of it from my memory because just uh, <laughs> uh, the gameplay I, I was at least fun. Like, uh, so I, I have a feeling like Ninja Theory just I think they th- that was a weird period of time where Japanese developers tried to appeal to Western audiences and and their pandering just left people scratching their heads and going, <laughs> "What the fuck did you do?" What? Are you trying to be like, no, be you, don't be like us? Uh, Square Enix went through that really awkward phase right before they bought IDOS, where they're like, uh, let's let's make this game near, but instead, uh, for America, let's make the protagonist this fuzzy old muscle dude, because it's America. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, and then they, they put out that weird game, Mind Jack. Oh, God. It was oh, like this, my God, that game. Uh, yeah, I'm glad somebody else remembers that train wreck. I oh, got I, that I remember it. Them. Goodness. I got I that for free from them. And, uh, yeah, no. I, I never pl- <laughs> See, I never played it, but I saw Angry Joe's review of it. <laughs> but Oh, no. The only reason I played it is because I got it for free. Uh, and that's because it, it was a consolation prize of sorts because the game that I was supposed to win... Uh, wound up uh, getting cancelled in development. So they sent me literally every game they ever produced for the Xbox 360. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and a brand new Xbox 360 on top of it all. Which I had my girlfriend wish. I'll be fucked. You lucky. Oh, fuck. That's icing on the cake, you know, and and of course none of this is relevant to what we've been talking about, but icing on the cake was a... uh, uh, trip to California for the weekend to record uh, vocals for a song for that game that got canceled. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I, I, I still, I still, I still love that story. <laughs> let's let's face it. Some poor freaking intern that doesn't know shit about music was just told write lyrics to a song. Like just just listen to the something. I'm fake fighting and use words like cantata aficionada. Here I am at Camp Granada. Hello, Fada. Marge, did we say Camp Granada? That's what I'm doing. And the best part is the guy who was by me in the booth agreed that the lyrics were awful and you know he he was in communication with the actual composer and the composer was like what the fuck is going on with this like the composer hated the lyrics yeah. 
put this one at one since this one is not as full. Uh, he, the guy who directed me, was oh. responsible for the guitar in uh, Devil May Cry two or three. Like, guy's a sick guitarist, and uh, funny enough, originally a asshole, but uh, he he's converted to own uh, California guy with long blonde dreadlocks. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's responsible for the horrible, 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 horrible abortion of a song on the Final Fantasy thirteen two soundtrack, Chocobo Rock, with lyrics by Fred Durst. Like this chocobo, get around on the choco rodeo. I'm like a trailblazer. I'm like a hell Oh, Final Fantasy Thirteen. My God. Oh, the best part. The way that he does the trailblazer part of this, trying to do the same thing with my reporting out in California, going like protagonist, like do it that way, like yes. I'm like trying not to. And how bad that was. So <laughs> <laughs> <The> glory. <laughs> yes, I'm like. <laughs> so yeah. No, no, who, wait, who was that rest? Who was that wrestler who who says slap into the slim jim? Macho oh. man. Macho yeah, man. That, that's what I'm thinking Ooh. right now. It's like, oh yeah, you're the protagonist. Yeah. That's what, what did I'm I mean? Thinking. That's what oh, I'm thinking uh, right now. <laughs> We ran, we ran a train Nintendo, you know, with the potential highs and then the horrible, like, oh my god, what the fuck, you know, type things, like Nintendo being Nintendo type stuff. Uh, Is this so yeah, now, yeah, now we, we're just kind of bullshitting, but uh, I, I gotta, I'd say that this... I gotta get ready for my stream, because I'm gonna challenge him to some injustice. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that that does it for. Uh, yeah. But thank you, thank you for having me on. I'm sorry I didn't say much. Oh, it's okay. You, you, I'll, no, I'll, I'll be I'll be wrapping it up soon. So guys, final thoughts on uh, E3. Uh, we can expect uh, Deej. I'm excited. I'm more excited. I think I'm more excited for Nint- uh, Sony than anything else. Uh, maybe I'm usually more excited for Nintendo, but to me, I have a little high hopes for this time. Nice, Jace. You know what? I'm just excited in general. You know, I mean, like, EA is going to be predictable garbage. Yubi's probably going to be pretty predictable. Uh, Sony, I'm kind of excited for, even though I don't own a PS4, but Marissa does, so nice. by proxy, I get to enjoy it through her. Uh, and of course, Nintendo, I'm always hyped for. Uh, this year, for E3, yeah. uh, between, <laughs> between the Large leaks cards. and... and uh, between the leaks and and uh, you know what what we can come to expect from everybody across the board, I am fucking pumped, especially for Devolver Digital. Yes, and for sorry, Kong. Ash. What are your final thoughts? Dickery dickery dock, Konami suck my cock. Well, <laughs> Mars. Any last thoughts? Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the newest uh, peripherals from uh, from Nintendo with a new cardboard. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Wow! How did we not talk about the cardboard? I'm excited for <laughs> uh, for Shenmue Three. Yeah. I'm excited. We could do a whole episode on cardboard. You kidding me? <laughs> I'm also I'm also mostly excited about uh, GameDom.com having a booth down there. 
So at GameDom.com, you can go there for all your CSGO needs, and you get 20% off with uh, promo code Overwatch Characters are not gay. <laughs> 50% off on Slice products when using promo code GenjiXTracer. Very cool. Okay, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, Deej, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Luongo Art. Uh, Jace, where can people find you? I'm motherfucking everywhere at, at Crit Hit Jace. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Twitch. Um, so yeah, Crit Hit Jace. Ash, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at Blondio. And I also co-host a little podcast called Dartboard Cinema, where we shoot the shit on movies. Nice. Mars, do you care where people find you, or do you care about people at all? No one will find me, because I don't wish to put myself out there. Of course. But you can find me under your bed. Under my bed, I'm sure. Yeah, under your bed, that's where I am. You can find me under your bed. Uh, Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Default Rick. You can find more of the show on Twitter at The Superfancom. Also check us out on YouTube, Google Play, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, uh, and sometimes on, on Twitch. You can find us also on Instagram, uh, basically posting uh, humorous stuff and memes. Uh, contact the show at superfancomshow at gmail.com. That's that's for us for tonight. I'm Retro Rick along with JC Ace, Ashley Miller, Deej, and Mars. Good night. Yes. Good night.
And they all went to heaven in a little rowboat.